As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. I'm sorry, you can sit there and look and play with all your silly machines as much as you like. Is Gascoigne going to have a crack? He is, you know. Oh, I think! And time, and time again. Break up the music. Charge a glass. This nation is going to dance all night. Famous football quotes put through Google Translate, the film cameos of Premier League managers, and have these men played for West Ham or Aston Villa? Brought to your ears by The Athletic, this is the return of the Football Clichés Quiz. Hello everyone, I'm Adam Hurry and welcome to episode 48 of the Clichés Pod and the second edition of the Football Clichés Quiz. Now back in June, Oliver Kay wiped the floor with an imploding George Culkin to take the first ever title, but now he's back to face a new challenger. Now Ollie, how do we do this? We could either call you the reigning champion, yes. or perhaps we could, we could adopt a kind of classic Argentine approach to this and maybe call you the Apertura champion, and now this is the Clausura. Is that just a bit too complicated? I think that I think reigning champion is it sounds more definitive. I, I, I like it, yes. I, I don't think diluting that title would, <laughs> would be in anybody's interests. No, that's, that's fine with me. And so, yeah, your mandatory challenger is Jack Pitt Brook. How are you, Jack? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I'm pleased that you haven't named this after Argentine football because nothing against Argentine football, but British football journalists who are obsessed with Argentine football and talk as if they are, you know, totally versed in it and Mm. adopt its words as their own are some of the worst people on the planet. I can think of quite a few <laughs> I can think of quite a few who are employed by the Athletic. <laughs> Goodness me. Uh this wasn't supposed to be the airing of the, of such grievances, so we'll move swiftly on. But anyway, Jack, just to make it clear, I mean Ollie knows the score for this quiz, but this is the sort of thing you're going to have to live up to. I'm I'm I have looked this up on Wikipedia as we're talking. We do you know what they also do? Vehicle insurance. Can you touch that? Vehicle financing. Can you touch the prim- that? The primary point of Chevrolet's business is to manufacture cars. You can touch a car. Ollie is correct. You can't this is a sham. This is an absolute sham. This is a sham. You no. are a sham. 
football football sham. Yeah, so I'm hoping to avoid any such controversies this time around, Jack. Um, Are you? That's what people always say, but it's the arguments that really make the quiz. I mean, there's still anyone who's done a family Christmas quiz will know that to be the case. I hope there's still a little bit potential, but I I, I want the procedure to go smoothly. Uh, I want the emotions to roll. Um, but hopefully, hopefully, technically speaking, this quiz will be straightforward. But let's see how we go. I'm going to give you five rounds of obscure footballing knowledge. And let's see how you get on. Uh, round one, as always, is miscellaneous. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you to take it in turns to answer first. And Ollie, as the reigning champion, you get the honours for question one. Now, which of these players does not appear... On the Wikipedia subsection, list of players once thought to be the new Maradona. Is it A, ex-Middlesbrough waif Carlos Marinelli? B, banter-era Portsmouth loanee Andres de Alessandro? C, former Wigan beanpole Franco De Santo? Or D, early 2000s Ipswich town curiosity Sixto Peralta? I would have thought most of them would be um, contenders for that um, particular poison chalice. I am going to go for Sixto Peralta. Jack, what do you think? Well, it's definitely not D'Alessandro, because he certainly had that. He he would certainly be on that page. Of the other three, uh, I'd probably... Ugh, can't choose between Peralta and Marinelli. Uh, I guess for the benefit of variety, I'll go for Marinelli. Well, the reigning champion takes an early lead in the cliches quiz. It is indeed Sixto Peralta who doesn't appear on the list of slightly dubious new Maradonas, the most dubious of all being six foot four inch Franco de Santo, which has always yeah. puzzled me. But yeah, South American football, as we've established, not your forte, Jack Pitbrook. No. So, um, a well, shame. When you say miscellaneous, is this Argentinian miscellaneous? I, I do hope so. No, for, no. For, for Jack's I, sake. I'm fairly sure there will be no more Argentine football knowledge yeah. coming up. But... Ollie leads 1-0. Jack, you get to answer first for question two. Maybe this is a little bit up up your street. If you take the most capped English first name and the most capped English surname, what name would you get? You can have half a point for each. I'm going to guess that the most capped English first name is Bobby, owing to Moore and Charlton, I think. Unless it's something where you'd get like multiple Davids, like David Seaman, David Beckham, David James, David... Oh, I don't know, Bobby or David. I'm going to go for Bobby or David as the name. Oh, fuck, what about Peter? Peter Shilton, Peter Reed. I will need Peter, you to choose one Peter Benetti. This is a really good question. It and then for surname, um, would Charlton have enough? What about something like Wright or Smith? Wright's got Billy Wright. It's got Mark Wright. Uh, God, that's really hard, that. Really, really hard. Would Jack Charlton have enough added to Bobby to put Charlton's over the line? Yeah, I'm going to go for Charlton. I'm going to go for... What if it's kind of a trick question? It might actually be Bobby Charlton. I'm going to go for there Bobby Charlton no as my answer. In the, in the cliches quiz. There are no trick questions in the cliche quiz. Bobby Charlton. Jack is going for Bobby Charlton. Ollie, would you like to hear the question again? No, I, I've, I've got the concept and it was explained very well <laughs> by, um, by Jack, who, whose workings I could only admire. I feel like he might have started out very hot and got further away from the answer. There's incredible transparency from the boy Pitbrook there. Um, very sportsman-like. I play the game the right way. Body. Absolutely right. Could be, could be hashtag mind games. I'm going to go for David and I will go for Wright, even though I don't think the guy who used to play for Crew played for England. Absolutely astounding. Absolutely astounding knowledge. You get both half points to take a 2-0 lead in the cliche quiz. Oh, David David Wright 
is indeed the most capable English surname in association football history. Davids have won 504 caps, and I am including Daves as well. Uh, and Wrights have 198 caps. Other names you could have had for slightly lesser capped combinations. Bobby Cole. What kind of what kind of player would Bobby Cole be, Jack? Uh, a big centre forward who threw his elbows around. Mm. Uh, you could also have had uh, Johnny Neville, and last of all, the rather more bland-sounding Peter Smith. But David Wright, and uh, and if if I was giving out bonus points, as you cor- as you correctly point out, the former Crew player David Wright did not get capped by England to add a layer of irony to question two. But Ollie, you lead two 0 hitting the ground running. I've been revising. I've come out of lockdown, flying. Well, let's see how. You do for question three. You're, um, you will go... Well, actually, what we're going to do for question three, it's going to be like a penalty shootout style sort of sudden death. Ollie, you will go first. Jack, you, you will then get to name a, an option yourself and then we'll keep going until someone simply can't do it. Your question simply is, I want you to name the current list of UEFA Champions League referees. I am one of those people who... I, I pay no interest. I, I pay no attention to referees. Uh, referees' decisions, yes. European football. Actual, actual referees, no. I, I mean, I've, if, if it was 90s, I'd, I'd be flying here, but um, Michael Oliver. Michael Oliver is correct. Jack, you're up next. Antonio Matteo Lajos. Correct. K. I'm glad, I'm glad Jack went for that one because I certainly wasn't going to. Um, God, I'm, I'm terrible on this. Kunyet Kakir, is, is he still on it or is he retired? I will accept the pronunciation of Tunate Chakir. Yes, you can have that. Jack, you're next. I was going to say Tunate Chakir. Mm. Uh, Were you going to pronounce it properly? <laughs> uh, probably not. Oh my God, who's the bloke who did the World Cup final? Or is he even, is he even European? Just think of them running around in their, in their silly yellow socks. Yeah. You know their faces, but do you know their names? I feel like I'm going to accidentally say someone from 20 years ago, like uh, Kim Milton Nielsen or the good old days, or Roberto Rossetti. Roberto Rossetti. <laughs> I don't believe he's in the list. Um, you could have had Alexei Kulbakov, Pavel Kralovic, Anthony Taylor, of course. You could have had oh, Carlos del Cerro Grande, which, who I believe his name translates as Charles of the Big Hill. Uh, you could have had Jesus Gil Manzano. You could have uh, Benoit Bastien, Clement Turpin. Clement Turpin. Felix Brick. You could have had Felix Brick. Uh, I won't say them all. You could have had Danny McKelly and Willie Collum. Willie, Willie Collum. Yeah, you could have had him. But uh, anyway, in summary, Oli K has taken a 3 0 lead. He has stormed into a 3 0 oh, lead. Oh, it's going so badly, this. In the cliche quiz. I'm, I'm slightly stunned. I'm slightly stunned that you threw that one away, Jack. You you, you had it. I just got impatient. In your hands. I snatched at it. He's I gone. don't fancy your chances for question four, uh, I have to say, but you do get the first dibs at it. Question four, Jack. Which former Premier League manager had a cameo in 1979 film Quadrophenia in which he threw a table for a Brighton cafe window? 1979. 1979. He throws his hat into the ring quite a lot, but this time he threw a table through a window. Dave Bassett. Dave Bassett. Ollie, what do you think? Is it Alan Kerbishley? <laughs> My goodness. This is like this is like Brazil, Germany. Um, in 2014. Uh, you've taken a 4-0 lead in the cliche quiz by knowing that it was indeed Alan Kerbishley who threw a table through a Brighton cafe window in Quadrophenia because his brother managed the Who. Bill Kerbishley. Oh, yeah. Right, question five. Can Pitbrook get on the board in round one? But Ollie Kay will go first. 
Ollie, ahead of his debut film, about which former striker did Kevin Costner say the following? He is a truly remarkable talent. It's rare that sportsmen can act, but he is a natural. He has an Olivier-type quality. Um, is it Ali McCoyst? Because I know, I know he did... Ali McCoyst did some film with... I don't think it was with Kevin Costner, but I'll say Ali McCoyst. Jack? Ali McCoyst. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yes. Yes, you both get a point. It was it was Ali McCoy's too, of course, starred alongside Robert Duval in a shot at glory back in two thousand. Do you know who else was in that? Which other which former Premier League manager? Oh, is it Owen Coyle? Yeah. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah, I think he took the corners. Um Michael Keaton was in it as well. Um it's an absolute shambles of a film, in theory, and then you watch it and it's actually really good. Um McCoyst is, as Costner says, a truly remarkable talent. Well I make that four one because you can have a point each for that. Ollie Kay leads 5-1 at the end of round one, the reigning champion in the driving seat. But things are going to get trickier from here. Hello, I'm Mark Chapman, the host of a special episode of Giant, produced by The Athletic. It's the story of Chester City's American dream. A dream that turned into a nightmare. This is Terry Smith. He's coached teams to honours in England, Europe and the United States. One of football's most celebrated coaches. American football, that is. Now he wants to conquer another sport. I think I've probably got, uh, you know, more years of coaching experience than just about anyone. Not in soccer. No, not in soccer. Search for Giant on Spotify to listen to the full episode. Round two is the snappily named famous football quotes translated into another language and then read out in the approximate voice of the person who originally said them. Happy? Yes. Jack, you get to go uh, with the first guess for this one. Uh, bear with me as I, as I read out the first one. Lo siento. Puede sentarte hahi jugar con todos ton tontas maquinas tanto como quieres. Well, I can't make out the accent and I can't make out the meaning of the words. No, so I'm in a difficult position here. Mm. Um, I, I'm not going to ask you to repeat it because I don't think that's fair on you. Um, I I don't know. Guys, why am I so bad at this fucking quiz? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for sort of 80s, 90s manager, maybe uh, Ron Atkinson, Graham Taylor, Brian Little... Uh, let's go for Ron Atkinson. Ollie, what do you think? I, I am also going to say Ron Atkinson, which I, I, I believe it's the um, the catchphrase from the start of your um, podcast. Yeah, you're both correct. It is. It's indeed Big Ron's uh, rant about silly machines to Richard Keyes back in 1996. Read out in Spanish, but in his voice. Um, Amazing. So badly, in fact, that um, neither <laughs> did the words make any sense, nor did the accent come through. Let's hope number two goes better. Anyway, uh, the uh, the score is 6-2 to Wally K, and he gets to guess first for question two. Here we go. No poivincheri niente con i bambini. Well, it's either Alan Hansen or Graham Sooners. And I will say Alan Hansen. Jack, what do you think? Hansen, definitely. So I was trying to throw Jack there. Yeah, I mean, that is the fundamental flaw of this quiz, giving away the answers, but that's just how we're going to have to roll, I'm afraid. Um, Yes, you were right. It was indeed Alan Hansen, who once said in 1995, you can't win anything with kids. And that was in Italian. So I'm I'm thinking my Italian Jack was about 6 out of 10, 
but my Alan Hansen was 8 out of 10. I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, the Italian seemed fine. Well, I got Vin- was it Vincere and Bambini, yeah. which is basically all you need. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. Anyway, K leads 7-3 as we go uh, into question three of round two. Jack, you get to uh, guess first for this one. Strap yourself in. It's going to be a long one. And you can't make it tight to vain probering as you will. And in can you god for demi I'm in and is it coising them do you helpin? And in can do you god for gating I can dain him a namin? Van Tegen de Tide Klar, me he ben heb yet god for demi nodig. I'm really struggling here. Uh, I I kind of have no idea at all. Uh, I'm gonna, it's kind of London y, slightly London y manager, like slightly London y blokey manager. Yeah, really sorry for making it sound like, like Dick Van Dyke. That wasn't the intention. Sub, it's definitely not like, Dick Van Dyke. It's probably not Pardew because he doesn't have that many famous quotes associated with him, or Glenn Rhoda, probably someone who predates them. Uh, <laughs> maybe Harry Redknapp, but then Harry Redknapp's not really that quotable at length, and that was quite a long quote. Mm. So I'm going for someone who's like in the sort of Redknapp sphere, but maybe not Redknapp himself. Uh, I am going to go for and it's Terry Venables. Terry Venables. What quote were you going for? I don't know. I, I yeah. have no idea in my mind of a quote. No, sorry, that, that's my words. fault. That's was my that fault. German or was it no, Danish? No, it was Dutch. Or... Ollie, what do you think? I thought you were talking about Verteidigen, which which would be which is defenders in German, which I thought was probably the same in Dutch. Uh, I can't remember anybody with famous um, quotes about defenders, but I wondered whether it might be Harry Redknapp, just on account of your um, your kind of slightly Dick Van Dyke um, impression. <laughs> Any idea what scenario this would have been? I can't remember him talking about defenders, but it, it, it might have been the Wheeler Dealer one. I, I'm not particularly familiar with the uh, the Dutch for Wheeler Dealer, but I would hope it's Wheeler Dealer. Uh, sadly not. Anyway, I'll put this question out of its misery. Uh, neither of you correct. It was, in fact, John Sitton's Bring Your <laughs> Fucking Dinner speech. <laughs> and now I spent the entire morning checking this with a Dutchman, and uh, despite him giving me a very accurate translation of the speech, I therefore then read it out like a dickhead. No worries on that one. Sorry about that. Um, I believe uh, Ollie Kay still retains his 7-3 lead as we go to question four. Ollie, you get to ask uh, answer this one first. Here we go. Winter Bim, LSM Tracy. No, no idea. Yes, I have. Oh, I think it's too late, I'm afraid. You said you couldn't answer and now you cannot. I might just be trying to get in Jack's head there. I can't even. It's just. It's just too short. Like it's too short to come up with a. Mm, it's a very to short. To either quote. make out the words or to just. What's a good? Well, what's, what would be a good? What's a famous short quote? I mean, so football bloody hell is a short quote. So mm. I'm going to say on that basis, I'm going to say Sir Alex Ferguson. It's a good guess, but it's not right. It was in fact Neville Southall to Michael Owen. Well done. He's thirteen <laughs> in Portuguese. I was going to read it in Welsh, but I just, I just couldn't do it. And if you were unimpressed by my Portuguese there, which you absolutely should be, then you would have been horrified by my Welsh. It remains 7-3 to Ollie K. As we go into question five of this frankly disastrous round, but we'll continue. Uh, Jack, you get to ask this, answer this one first, and here we go. Einige Leute sind auf dem Platz. Sie denken, es ist alles vorbei. Es ist jetzt... Well, it sounded a little bit like the uh, they think it's all over, which isn't really like I don't. But then I can't remember if the, if the winners of this round have to be managers or whether we're, you're allowing commentators because obviously the Hanson famous football what quotes. Ha- famous what football ha- quotes. Okay, I'm going to go for Kenneth Wilson home. Ollie, what do you think? Yeah, I'm afraid. Um, I'm afraid that's correct. I, I, but yeah, I'm, was- but I'm, I'm I'm convinced Jack didn't do German at school, so he's done well there. 
Yeah. Uh, I did it for two years, but not to GCSE. I did it in years eight and nine and then stopped. Uh, this week on This Is Your Life. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, that was that was uh, Kenneth Wilson Holmes. There's people on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now. Linguistically, that was probably the best of the lot. But I am yeah. glad this round is over. I have to it say. It sounded like it could be like an English person speaking German. Yeah. I actually forgot to do Wilson Holmes accent because one, I couldn't remember it. And two, I'm really struggling now. So anyway, the score is 8-4, which strikes me as a little bit more respectable sounding at the end of round two. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Okay, into round three. And as I said, Ollie leads by eight points to four, which uh, there's all to play for still. Round three is World Football Curiosities. Ollie, you get to go first here. Multiple choice, though, you'll be delighted to know. Question one. Which of these is the club motto of eight-time Chinese Super League champions Guangzhou Evergrande? Is it A, aim for the stars or higher? B, be the best forever? C, a universe of goals? Or D, one team, one goal, one Evergrande? Um, I will go for D, one team, one goal, Evergrande, because I mean, at least that I mean, that's not anybody else's. So it would require require you to have um, it would require you to have made it up, and uh, I'm not sure you um, had the energy to do that. <laughs> Jack, what do you think? Well, given that I'm behind in the quiz, I think I'm going to have to start taking my chances and not just mimicking Ollie's answers. So well, you'd be further behind for, if you hadn't. Yeah, I'm going to go for B. You're going for B. Be the best forever. Yeah. Are you sure? Well, okay. not with that face. You're, no, you're trying to put me off, but no, I'm going to sit with B. No, no, uh, you've given the answer, and it is indeed B. Be the best yes. forever, which is quite the motto, I think. That's and and to be fair, they've won the Chinese Super League eight times, so uh, they're well on the way to being the best forever. It's 8-5. This is incredible. Backy Storms. Pitt Brook. Anyway, this question two and Ollie gets to... uh, No, uh, Jack gets to go first with this one, in fact. Jack, the name of which former England striker has been informally adopted by cultural anarchists and radical theorists since 1994? Is it A, Steve Bull, B, Tony Woodcock, C, Malcolm McDonald, or D, Luther Blissett? Luther Blissett. You seem sure. Ollie, what do you think? It is. Luther bless it. Oh, okay. Yeah, an odd situation that. Um, if you if you ever get round to reading the Wikipedia page about all that, trust me, it takes a long time, and I still it's don't really understand good. it. It's, yeah, it's really incredible. Good. Absolutely incredible. Um, the man himself apparently is quite aware of it, um, and and distances himself from it, uh, which is probably wise. Anyway, Luther Blissett is indeed the right answer. It's nine six to Ollie K. Is he going to be the first to double figures in the Christmas football cliches? quiz question three ollie you get to go first with this one 
The first choice goalkeeper for the Solomon Islands is named after which winner of the Nobel Peace Prize? Is it A. Desmond Tutu, B. Nelson Mandela, C. Mahatma Gandhi, or D. Dalai Lama? More believable that it would be Bernard Lama, wouldn't it? But um, I will go for Nelson Mandela. Jack, what do you think? Um, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go for something different, so I'm gonna go for the Dalai Lama. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, it, the answer was, in fact, Desmond Tutu. Wow, wow. Of Telecom S League outfit Henderson Eels. Shame. I, 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 that's one I expected you, you guys to get. But it remains 9-6 to Ollie K as you go into question four of round three. Uh, this will be another penalty shootout style situation. Uh, Jack, you get to go first with question four. All I want you to do is give me the name of either a British player or manager in the 2020-21 Indian Super League season. That's a British player or manager in the Indian Super League in 2020-21. Owen Coyle. Ollie. Cropping up yet again. Robbie Fowler. Jack. Steve McManaman. Ollie, you have the chance to win it with your guess. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Steve McManaman wouldn't have time, surely. Yeah, I knew that as soon as I said it. I knew that as soon as I said Sorry, it. I just mate. thought of Fowler and thought... You know, the two are always together. There's a defender that's um, a really kind of journeyman Scottish defender who has signed for Owen Coyle's team, and I can't think what his name is. And then, is Phil Brown there? He certainly has been before. I'll say Phil Brown. Phil Brown is incorrect. Yes, he was there recently, but he's not anymore. Um, Other manager you could have had was um, uh, Stuart Baxter, the well-travelled Scotsman. Yeah. As for the British players, you could have had Adam Lafondre at Mumbai City. You could have had Peter Hartley, the Scottish yeah, defender at Jamshapur, who I believe you were hinting at. Uh, you could have also had um, former Football League goal machine Gary Hooper at Kerala Blasters. Uh, Danny Fox at East Bengal. But that's pretty much your lot. Yeah, so that's another draw. Mm. I'm not sure how to award the points with that one. Um, Neither of us should get a point. No. Okay, agreed. It remains 9-6 as we go into question five of round three. Ollie, you get to go first with this one. Simply tell me, who is the only goalkeeper to have scored a hat-trick in professional football? Um, I think it's probably Chilivert. Ollie goes for Jose Luis Chilivert. Jack, who do you think? I think on this one I'm going to have to, uh, I'm going to, have to align myself with Ollie and go for Chilivert. I can't think of a better answer. Yeah. No, that's fine. You're both correct. It is indeed Jose Luis Chilivert, who in 1999 became the first goalkeeper to score a hat-trick in professional football. For Velez Sarsfield against Ferro. It all came from the penalty spot, of course. Uh, no heroic corner kick routines. It's 10 7 to Ollie K. So it remains quite close as we go into round four, which I think is a good round. Although it does reek slightly of the round I came up with 20 minutes before the quiz started. Let's see how it goes. Um, Jack, you get to go first with question one in the round four, which is, has this man ever played for West Ham or Aston Villa? Question one, Craig Bellamy. Sorry, do I answer yes or do I specify which club? You just, have to, uh, you, have to just, you just have to say yes or no. Or you can expand on it if you want, but just say yes or no. Yes. Ollie? Yes. Yes, indeed. He played for West Ham between 2007 and 2009. Ollie, question two, David Unsworth. Um, yes. Jack? No. You don't think he's played for West Ham or Aston Villa? 
That's right, I don't. He has, in fact. He played one season at West Ham and then signed for Aston Villa, but then changed his mind, or reportedly his wife made him change his mind, and then he went back to Everton. Uh, but, he, but he hasn't he played for West Ham. Anyway, Jack, question three. Salomon Kalou. No. Ollie. No, I don't think so. You're right. You're both correct. Somehow he has not played for West Ham. Um, question four, Ollie. Rudy Gasted. Yes. Jack Pitbrook. Yes. You're correct. Aston Villa between 2015 and 2017. Yes, it's 11-7 as we go into question five of round four. Potentially crucial in the grand scheme of things. Ollie, you get to go first with this one. Stephen Nzonzi. Has Stephen Nzonzi played for West Ham or Aston Villa? I want to say that Sam Allardyce signed him for West Ham, but I think I'm questioning that. and I'm going to say no. Jack, what do you think? Definitely not West Ham, and I can't picture him at Villa, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, you're correct. You're absolutely correct. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard it right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer, if you ask me. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is supported by Season 3 of FX's Welcome to Wrexham. Celebrity owners Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds' small-town Welsh football club has finally been promoted into League 2 after 15 seasons in the National League. Dedicated staff and supporters celebrate the city's return to glory while bracing for the newfound challenges that come with being in a higher division. Will Wrexham AFC stand up to the challenges and rise again into League One? FX is welcome to Wrexham. Catch all new episodes Thursdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. Uh, Yes, that brings us to the end of round four. Uh, Ollie Kay has maintained his lead and he now leads by 15 points to 11. Going in to the final round... Round five, football cliches, where I'm going to double the points. There will be two points on offer for each of these three questions in round five. And quite simply, whoever answers correctly first will get those two points. So be ready. This isn't turn-based. This is speed-based for round five. Can Pitbrook pull it back at the last? Anyway, this is all about football cliches. And question one is as follows. Which concept of the afterlife associated with Native Americans in the United States also means a stadium a striker has scored at a few times before? Happy hunting ground. Pitt Brook gets it. It's 15-13 with two questions to go, with two points on each you see, how on can, offer. How can that be worth twice as many points as, as David Wright? I mean, come on. Because... Because this is the Football Clichés podcast, the Football Clichés quiz, and this is the Football Clichés round of the Football Clichés quiz of the Football Clichés podcast. If questions are ever going to be worth two points, it's these ones. It's a good point. You are right under the cosh here. Voices on the buzzers for question two. Which 14th to 15th century dispute between the Merchant Tailors and Skinners Trade Associations in London also means the disorganised state of a defence? Which 14th to 15th century dispute between the Merchant Tailors and Skinners Trade Associations in London also means the disorganised state of a defence? Sixes and sevens? Correct, Ollie Kay. That's 1713, which renders the final question almost immaterial, unless, of course, I change the rules and make it five points on offer. Five points on offer. Would that that make it 
um, an equaliser or with that... Um, or- if Jack gets this one, he wins by a point. You see, that is, that is outrageous. You just shift the goalpost. Don't try and be all corked about this. You know how this works. It's the final question of the final round of the Football Clichés quiz. Ollie K leads 17-13, but somehow, magically, there are five points available for the final question. You're both ready? Ollie, you look despondent. I, it's more the process. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with my performance, but I, I feel like the, um, the process is, lacks integrity and credibility. But Yes, well, it's, it's lacked in integrity and credibility right from the very start, so let's, let's continue on that theme. Anyway, question three, the final question. Which phrase for a solidly hit low shot from distance shares its name with the blue 82B C-130 weapon system used by the US Air Force in the Daisy Cutter. War? Daisy Cutter, I got it first. No, he didn't. Jack Pitbrook No, wait, no, wait, no, wait. You know, wait, no, wait. No, 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 no. Come on. He did. Honestly. The dulcet tones of Pitbrook. There's, there's video there. There's, there's, there's video the there. I'm doing the VAR. There's thing, video. Come on. We may need the producers to adjudicate on this. I will do the little sign. And uh, Adam's sure running over to his pitch side monitor. Yeah. Dave or Phil, can you confirm in a dramatic final twist of the football cliches wow. quiz, who said it first? I'm pretty sure it was Jack. Does it, does it go from the first D or, or, or the, the completion of the word? <laughs> it's a very good point. It's a bit like the contact <laughs> of the ball. I would say it's the commencement of the correct answer. Because once you've started to say the right answer, you are a pretty much saying the correct answer. So whoever started saying the... Maybe Jack just said it very slowly and you leapt in there halfway through. Some would argue that it, it's, it's the I person who finishes the, the answer first. That's also a school of thought. I feel like there's a conspiracy here. In the absence of confirmation from my VAR assistants, I'm going to have to declare Jack Pitbrook... No way. ...the new champion. <laughs> this is outrageous. Quiz. Now, if I if if I scroll back up my running order, I would I will see that uh, Ollie K once held a five-one lead, if all we're the way honest, through to fifteen eleven. I think Ollie's first round lead was a bit of a false position because I gifted him David Wright, having been a bit too small no, no, no. to show my thinking, yeah. and then I screwed up the referee's decision by not saying Anthony Taylor and Willie Collum and throwing it away with Roberto Rossetti, which I knew was the name of the head of referees and not an actual active referee. So it was only my own stupidity and petulance. Yeah. Jack, like, Jack this, is, this is so fraudulent, Jack, that when you started saying, if we're honest, I thought you were actually going to be very magnanimous and say what a remarkable performance it was by me. and that the... It was great to see Jack adopt the dark arts as the quiz progressed. You know, it was it was all transparency at the start. Oh, here are my workings. I think this is the right answer. But right at the end, when the points became like gold dust, K crumbled. I didn't crumble broke. though. I, I got I got that no, last no, one no, right. No, no, no. I got I got we we got one all, and then there's a VAR decision which we does, it doesn't look like the videos have have, have come back yet. My ears told me that Pitbrook said the. No way. This is being filmed. You know, I you know I'm very softly spoken until now, because. <laughs> I've you sit there it, with all these three machines. <laughs> no machines involved. Purely ears and brain, uh, which which told me. I mean, I mean, in a, in a split second decision. This is outrageous. Exactly. You need to get the machines involved. This is being recorded. And it, the, the real shame is that Vietnam War probably was more your era. <laughs> a real shame. Have you just been bantered off by Adam? I think Ollie's just been bantered off by Adam. I was going to hit back with something about um, about Go on. Uh, but, you know just something terribly obvious. Yeah. But, um, no. No. <laughs> Um, wow. Doesn't work on a podcast. Doesn't matter. You need you need to check the video. You need to check the video. 
I said okay, it. Uh, I'm going to have to draw a draw a line under this controversy because it's 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 getting on. This is outrageous. Um, Jack Pitbrook has won by 18 points to 17. Has he though? For knowing that the Blue 82B C-130 weapon system used by the U.S. Air Force in the Vietnam War to flatten sections of forest into helicopter landing zones is called a daisy cutter, and that is the football cliche I was after, Ollie. You're devastated. You might never get. I'm not. I'm not devastated. I'm. I'm. I'm appalled. I'm appalled by the lack of integrity shown by the quizmaster and the and the the challenger. And to me, he remains a challenger, not a champion. He's not a worthy (laughs) champion. This is just. uh, Maybe we'll do a rematch in six months' time if if we ever lock down once more. But uh, we have a new champion. Ollie's like Donald Trump, refusing to accept that he's lost. You should have a rival inauguration. Mm. It's more. It's more the the constant. Moving to the goalposts, it feels like feels like Adam had a lot of money on um, on on Jack, Jack winning that. Well, this this row is going to run and run and run. Um, yeah, I'm just as I said, I, there's a possibility you ne- may never get to play the football cliches quiz ever again. There may be so many mandatory challenges lined up that you will never get a chance to redeem yourself. That's a shame. That's a shame. But that's also the grand history of the cliches quiz. They'll see Jack's. Frankly, derisory performance and and the, the 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 frankly pitiful way in which he was gifted that and and they'll think yeah this is this is um, yeah this is this is our Buster Douglas I'm not calling myself I, Mike Tyson. It's the sign of a good football cli- cliches quiz that the, the retributions form about forty percent of the running time of the <laughs> entire episode. Anyway, uh, I, I'm I'm sorry, Ollie. You look genuinely disappointed on my Zoom right of here. Course, of course, Jack looks elated. I am Elated. really happy. I'm really happy. I'm Nothing pleased for, I'm pleased for you, Jack, because because Thank quizzing you. won in the end, didn't it? I quizzing hope so. won. Sorry, Ollie. Sorry, everybody, for for many different reasons about this quiz. Um, but I hope you did enjoy it. Um, I'm glad it was as controversial as it was last time. Perhaps George will get another go in June 2021. But uh, anyway, enjoy your Christmases, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Sounds appalling. Mm-hmm.